Welcome to 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo, our brand performance podcast, where we connect and collaborate with other self-sustaining entrepreneurs, authors, and experts. Hi, I'm Marlo Higgins, your Chief Inspirational Officer. I like to say when we perform, we get paid. This podcast focuses on the areas of confidence, mindset, leadership, and performance, which all lead to increased revenues and sales. As your Chief Inspirational Officer, I'm focused on the development of people by unearthing their values, talents, and self-worth, otherwise known as that self-esteem factor. People matter, self-worth matters, time matters. When it all aligns, everything works. All right. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo, where we connect and collaborate with experts in their industries, published authors, and fascinating people. And today, joining us from the San Francisco Bay Area, we have Kyle Elliott. And the cool thing is Kyle has actually been a podcast guest previously. And I have watched some really amazing things. And so Kyle just brings such a bold persona to what he does um, with people in career and life coaching. And we're going to talk a little bit about that. But but the message that Kyle brings is just so powerful. And our audience is, um, you know, they're asking for him to come back. And so that's why we are here today. And so I just want to thank you, Kyle, for being on today's episode. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I'm glad to be back. Absolutely. Okay. So Kyle Elliott is a career and life coach. He also is a resume and a LinkedIn writer. He's award-winning speaker. He's a caffeine addict, which you're going to quickly find out because everything we talk about with Kyle's around caffeine. And he's also a Forbes Coaches Council member and um, caffeinatedkyle.com is where you can find him. So we're going to kind of dig in with these 22 minutes and find out a little bit more about Kyle. So I'm going to first start off because our audience of listeners really want to know, um, give us a little bit of your story, Kyle, and you know why you've chosen to do what you do today professionally. Yeah, so I'm a career and life coach and people come to me at least to begin because they're looking for jobs and they're trying to figure out the job search and their interview, their LinkedIn or their resume. So then what I see is a disconnect between what they want and how they're presenting themselves and also the companies. They say, I want to work at Facebook, which is innovative, dynamic. That's what I say my personality is, but then they're not showing that. So they face a real difficulty there where how they're presenting themselves isn't matching who they are. Um, So there, I really work with them on confidence and showing up authentically. So I think that's the real problem they face is how to stop blending in. A lot of them just tend to blend in. And as soon as they start owning their confidence, showing up authentically, and really leveraging what's unique about them and different, they start getting results. And at first, it's a little scary for them to do something different on their resume or go into an interview and say, you know what, here's what's different about me. But once they do that, they start getting results. They start hearing back on interviews. They start landing jobs. They start advancing in their careers. Mm, Okay. Now you keep mentioning the word confidence. And um, we all know that confidence is the purity of actions produced by mind free of doubt, right? So it's the actions Mm -hmm. and the doubt component that really fuel our confidence. What are you witnessing, Kyle, as you're working with like senior level executives? What is it do you find that they're questioning about themselves that gives them that lack of confidence that you're so able to help them with? Something that comes up a lot is they reach out to me and they're saying, Kyle, I'm landing interviews at my dream company, do I deserve to be here? Or they're not landing interviews at their dream companies and they're saying, what's happening? I feel like I deserve to be here. So almost every client I work with, I've worked with over a thousand people and I would say at least nine out of 10 people, confidence comes up at some point in the job search or their career exploration or life coaching. Confidence comes up 
and they doubt themselves and their abilities. And it's difficult. At the end of the day, everything comes back to confidence with my clients and with most of the people out there, they just doubt themselves and it's difficult. It's hard to be vulnerable. It's vulnerable to be authentic and genuine. And it's something people really struggle with. Mm, yes. And that's, you know, and I share that same synergy and, and, and can totally validate and mimic what you're saying with that. And, you know, um, it's just really, I think, isn't it kind of crazy how sometimes we just don't believe in ourselves and we question it. And sometimes it takes an advocate like yourself or myself to jump in the room with them and help them define and, and get traction towards, you know, who they are, what they do and why they do it. And that's very, very valuable. So you mentioned too, that you do have people who kind of raise their hand and say, you know what, look, Kyle, help me figure out who I am. Yes, a lot of people come to me, they'll be 10 or 20 years into their career and say, Kyle, who am I? What do I want to be when I grow up? <laughs> and they're like, I've been working for 10 or 20 years, but who do I want to be when I grow up? And it's scary to say that. It comes back to confidence. They say, Kyle, I've built this career and I don't know if this is where I want to be or I have what I thought was my dream job and now it's not. So it can be scary for people to admit that and to figure out, is this where I really want to be and ask those difficult questions? But as soon as people start being vulnerable and showing up and asking those questions, they start seeing some results and they say, wow, I feel like this burden is lifted off my shoulders and they start seeing some progress. And yes, it's uncomfortable and scary, but that's where some real transformation happens with my clients. Okay. So I have to ask the question, have you mm -hmm. always been vulnerable, Kyle? I have not. I was not someone to share about myself mm. at all. It's a big deal. I mean, so we all know that, I mean, that's a big conversation right there, but what did, what allowed you to step into it? I think as soon as I started sharing it, I kind of took some risks and would share little pieces of myself. LinkedIn was a huge part of that. I would share little pieces of myself. I didn't really see a lot of people sharing personal parts of themselves on LinkedIn. And I never really understood that. I was never a big fan of Facebook, but I saw people share parts of it on Facebook. And I started just sharing it on LinkedIn. And I saw that when I did that, those posts got a lot of attention. And interesting enough, from a business place, that's the post that got conversions. I can still remember back, I posted this picture of my fiance on my back kissing me. We were at Pride in San Francisco. He's kissing my cheek. And I think the only um, caption was love is love. And maybe there was a hashtag. And that's the most converting post I've ever had on LinkedIn was just sharing myself. And from that, it just showed me that when I share myself and I'm vulnerable, people reply to that. People love vulnerability. And I know Brene Brown talks about this. When we see other people being vulnerable, we see it as courage. But then when we try and do it ourselves, it's not the same. We feel shame or guilty. Um, we kind of want to get up in a ball. So I've started realizing that as I be vulnerable, other people appreciate it and they admire it. So it was just kind of a ripple effect. And yes, I had that vulnerability a hangover she talks about after, but then I felt better after and I felt supported and it's really been a form of therapy for me to share my real authentic self and then see other people appreciate it and recognize that they could also be vulnerable and start seeing results for themselves as well. Mm, right. And for you, you shared that you were in the gay pride parade and, you know, mm -hmm. you've embraced um, who you are and you don't apologize for it. And I think that's mm -hmm. what I find so powerful about you, Kyle, is you've, since I've known you, you've just been who you are at its best. And, and I love integrity and I just see nothing but integrity with you. And I respect the vulnerability because I think so many of us struggle with that still. And um, so it's always fascinating to listen to how somebody else 
you know, approaches vulnerability and courage and what that looks like. So, you know, kudos to you for being, for being that person. And also because you're doing that, Kyle, you're gaining trust. And that's why I think your business is also taking off. People trust you. They want to work with you because you're the real deal. That's really what that shows them. I agree. And I've been coaching as my business is growing more and more other coaches have reached out to me. It's something a lot of coaches struggle with is getting business. And it's just not something I struggle with. And I think it's because people invest in coaches, they invest in service providers because of that person. And people see me as a person, they don't see me as a service or a product, they see me as a person. And the more I share about myself, intentionally as being a person, more people want to invest in me because they trust me. They see me as a human. They agree with my values and beliefs, or they at least recognize them, even if they don't agree with them. And I think that's why I've been successful going back to your question earlier about exponential growth. I think they just see me as a human and people want to invest in other humans. Okay, right there. If you're listening to this episode, I mean, take note, please. Because basically what you're saying is just be you, right? Exactly. It gives you confidence. It's really easy to be us, right? When it's like, all we got to do is just be ourselves. That is, um, that's a game changer, but one that so many people struggle with. All right. So another component, which is an area for you, which is um, just powerful. You're a certified health education specialist. Can mm-hmm. you give us a little bit of support and understanding, Kyle, what that really means for you? Yes. Yeah, so my undergrad degree was in health education. So I originally wanted to go into nursing, but the program was impacted. So I had to choose another major. So I was like, okay, health education is similar. It's not impacted. Let me go into that. And I really fell in love with it. And that really sparked my, besides the addiction to coffee and needing to fund it, that's why I started writing resumes, but that really fueled my love for career coaching because health education is all about behavior change. It's saying, okay, here's where someone's at. Here's where we want them to be. How can we fuel behavior change? So that certified health education specialist means I have a degree in health education. I went and got certified as a health education specialist. So that means I just do behavior change. So I help my clients change their behaviors, whether it's around their health, but mostly around job searching, around limiting beliefs, and walk them through those stages of change to change their behavior. (laughs) Okay, so the other question that we're hearing about you, caffeine addict. Okay, my friend, come clean (laughs) and share. A, how did you become a caffeine addict? And B, um, what's your favorite drink of choice? Because I'm sure it's not just coffee. What is it? Yes. So I, it started probably in sixth grade. I would stop at Starbucks on the way to school. I walked to school. I've always been working. I started working the fair, our local fair during summers when I was 12. So I'd spend my money at Starbucks, not walking to school. And I've always loved soy, sugar-free vanilla lattes. I used to be white chocolate mochas. Then I got healthier and did soy, sugar-free vanilla lattes. Right now I'm working with a nutritionist. So I'm just doing iced coffee with coconut milk. Um, so usually those, I also love cocktails. So usually like a vodka with like cranberry juice or something sweet <laughs> um, is what I do on the weekends. <laughs> That's awesome. I just love getting to know you. Okay. So can you give us any tips and pointers though, as you, you know, as you're helping people with that career exploration, are there some key things and factors that you like to bring out in people to help them understand through that career exploration component? Yes, I think with the career exploration, one of my favorite 
tips, which is my tagline, is I help people find jobs they love and then in parentheses or at least tolerate and recognize that you do not have to love your job. I think oftentimes people are on this path to find a job they love and sometimes there's a job out there people love and sometimes a job is just a job or sometimes you just tolerate it. I think back to high school. I worked 40 hours a week after high school. Every day I would go after high school to Denny's. Um, I went to school 8 to 3, then 3.30 to 11, I worked as a server. And I didn't love my job, I just tolerated it. And I saved money for college, paid my way through college. And I think that's okay. It's just okay to tolerate your job sometimes, and you don't have to love it. And that's one of the most important pieces of advice I think I give people is just tolerate a job sometimes, it's okay. And then if you want to love your job, we can work on that too. But it's (laughs) not always the ultimate goal. Absolutely. Okay. So the other component that you have here is, you know, you've been featured in Forbes, Fast Company, Ladders, The Muse, and among dozens of other publications. You know, what are you, what's your main platform that you're sharing, Kyle, that um, as you're being featured in these different areas, is there a specific message that you're profiling? Oftentimes it's around job search, career exploration. A lot of the advice out there I would say it's kind of conservative, or it tends to be the same. So I'm not saying politics conservative, but it tends to be the same advice. Just, okay, don't list um, any more than 10 years of your career. Just the same advice. And when people reach out to me, they want some different advice. They want to say, okay, how do you stand out in your job search? Or you're applying to Facebook, 10,000 people apply. How do you stand out? So that's where people tend to reach out to me. And then I also talk a lot about mental health. So if you follow me on LinkedIn, or if you've seen me on The Mighty, anywhere like that, I talk a lot about mental health. And I really like sharing openly about my story, because that's how we really work to cure the stigma around mental illness and really just talk more about self-care and taking care of ourselves holistically. Okay, so share with us because you're being transparent and you're leading mm-hmm. into that. So what is it about mental health? What experience have you had that allows you to to uh, be in that space? Yeah, so as long as I can remember, but especially leading into high school and college, I've had a lot of anxiety um, to a point where I had migraines that were so severe, I just couldn't get out of bed. I missed weeks and weeks of school and high school. Um, And finally, after five years of these severe migraines, I finally got a diagnosis of anxiety and OCD. And as soon as we started treating that, my migraines went away. And now I get maybe a migraine every month, if that. And I can actually walk. I used to get migraines so severe I couldn't walk. So that's why I love talking about this. If someone just said, hey, Kyle, see a psychiatrist, we would have been able to prevent all this, but it took five years for someone to refer me to a psychiatrist. And as soon as I walked in there within five minutes, I had a diagnosis that we were able to start treating. And then later in grad school, I was sexually assaulted, ended up developing PTSD. But at that point, I actually was seeing a psychiatrist, seeing a psychologist, and we were able to start working through that. So I think it's just so important we have these conversations so we can actually work to address these issues rather than just not talk about them. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's also what we're hearing, you know, is just you um, having those experiences and um, running next to somebody who, you know, helping them be transparent through that and being vulnerable through that process and understanding that mental health, I mean, that's a key component. And it, you know, there's so much in the news today about mental health advocacy. Mm -hmm. And, um, boy, I just hope that there is a turnkey moment where things start to become easier and we Mm -hmm. can talk a little bit more about it and remove the stigma around it because there doesn't have to be one, but we've created one for whatever reason. And it's held so many people back. 
But, you know, if we can just say this is who I am and what is going on, can you support me? I think just being able to be that vulnerable would be a game changer, wouldn't it? It would, precisely. As soon as I started opening up about it, it was therapeutic for me. I got support. People started reaching out and sharing their stories with me. So I just wish we were in a place where people felt more comfortable to do that. And I think the only place for me to start is to just start modeling that and start doing that and show people that you can be successful and also vulnerable and share your story. Mm. Okay, so this is where we're going to come into the close of this episode. And of course, we lead the Maverick movement daily on our social platforms. And the purpose is to pose a challenge question each day to assist in developing more Mavericks and champions, right? Because that's what our brand is really positioned with. And we love to learn from other people. So as one of our podcast guests, I'm going to ask you the Maverick movement question of the day. Are you ready with this? Okay, I'm ready. (laughs) Okay, share a time when you felt most defeated. Mm. I think recently, actually, with a client, I have worked with a lot of clients, and typically people are really happy when I send them stuff. I had sent this person a summary for their LinkedIn profile, and they were not happy with it. They're like, this is just not to the caliber I expected. Um, So I revised it, sent it again. They were just not happy again. So we hopped on a call, and we realized it was not the copy um, of the writing, but it was something greater beyond that. So we ended up having a really difficult conversation, um, talked through it, and we're now working better and turned out great and they're happy and they're like, wow, this is fantastic. And that was one of the most difficult conversations I've had because I'm used to people loving my work. I have like a 99.8% satisfaction rate. (laughs) So that's why I was like, I'm not used to failing. And it was really difficult to have that conversation because I'm used to people loving it, saying, oh my God, wow, this is amazing. Mm. But you bounce back, right? And it taught you something. And look, you're still working with them today. And it sounds like you came to the resolve of good communication and solve that issue. And that's awesome. And and I think from, you know, anybody who's listening to this, it can, I mean, clear, concise communication is the key to most. And mm-hmm. if you're able to do that, I think that can really support people. All right, mm-hmm. my friend. So where can we find more about Kyle Elliott? Yeah, so my website's caffeinatedkyle.com. That's one of the best places to find me. You can read where I've been published. On LinkedIn, I'm Kyle Elliott. I spend a godly amount of time on there. And then Caffeinated Kyle on Instagram. I just started one last year and I love it. So you can check out the behind the scenes of my life on there. Excellent. All right. So simply visit our website at marlohiggins.com where you can find more about Kyle and connect to his resources and add Kyle to your circle of influence. Kyle, this has been an absolute delight. Thank you for joining us. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. Mm, So good. We invite you to share this podcast episode with others and we thank you in advance for this partnership. This is Marlo Higgins, your host and chief inspirational officer. Thank you. As your chief inspirational officer, I coach executives to gain clarity and remove self-doubt to increase performance in sales. To book a complimentary coaching session with me, simply visit marlohiggins.com and click on the work with me tab to schedule a call. Did you like this podcast? If so, subscribe and share with all of your friends. And if you want even more awesome resources to gain clarity and remove self-doubt, plus some personal insights from me that I only share in email, get yourself over to marlohiggins.com and sign up for the email updates. Thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you next week on 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo. If you're into it, subscribe, leave a review and tell all of your friends. We would sure appreciate it.